I've spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious fund managers around. And now I've decided to take the plunge and start my own fund. The real question is, how will I do it? With no investors and without an Ivy League degree, this podcast is going to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we start and build multi-million dollar investment funds. I'm Bridger Pennington, and this is Investment Fund Secrets. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today, we're gonna talk about crypto funds, cryptocurrencies. We've got Lincoln Archibald on the show today. Hey guys. We're gonna be talking about our thoughts on cryptocurrency. We've got a few people in our mastermind program that actually have launched cryptocurrency funds in the millions of dollars right now. And they're exploiting this market. We want to walk you through, number one, our thoughts on crypto. You know, why not? Crypto, you've seen probably everywhere. People are transacting with it. Bitcoin, uh, you have Litecoin, Ethereum, all these different coins. We'll go through that. And then we want to talk about how to actually start a fund. So if you currently are trading Bitcoin or crypto or whatever it is, you're doing well and want to raise money from investors or, or scale your trading. That's what we'll talk about too. How to actually set up a crypto fund, how to get started with actually very little experience without crazy licenses and stuff. We actually, we're the, that's what we do. We talk, we're the experts, I guess you'd say on launching and scaling funds for people, private equity, hedge funds, venture capital. So let's get into it. So I drew this graph here because I think it's really telling of where, you know, the cryptocurrency market's at and where it's headed, right? In the crypto coin space, there's actually 7,000 different types of cryptocurrencies, right? Bridger named a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, and the market cap of all of those cryptocurrencies combined is $320 billion. Currently. Bitcoin is probably the most famous, and it has a market cap of $160 billion, right? So like half of that. But to kind of put it in perspective, the market cap of gold is $8 trillion. So this isn't drawn to scale. This would be, this is like 1 trillion. So it'd be like eight times the size of that, right? But there's some, there's some interesting, you know, things to understand about Bitcoin and its utility use and gold. Yeah, I mean, you look throughout history, right? We've always had some type of currency medium of exchange, right? And a lot of people think about, let's call Bitcoin as, yeah, it's like a stock, right? It'll go up and down. I can make money. Also though, it is its primary use is to trade like money. Currently, I think PayPal now accepts Bitcoin. It just yeah, and you can go. A lot of countries are starting to accept it. It's becoming a, a more and more currency. We're not going to dive into blockchain how that all works. Which maybe we'll, maybe we'll talk about yeah. it. It's pretty cool how the the system behind it's decentralized. But currently. This is how the US dollar, for instance, works. The Fed can just wake up on a Friday morning and they can do a ton of different things <laughs> to make more money, right? They That's can just right. print as much money as they as they want. And theoretically, interest rates only go up 2% a year, right? President Obama, he put in about $2 trillion, took him about 18 months to put $2 trillion in the markets. President Obama spent more money than any other president all the other presidents previous combined, President Obama spent in his eight years. Since 2007, 2008, inflation, they tell us is at 2%, right? They tell us inflation is at 2%, like it always is, right? Are you serious? Like, do you think we're, and then President Trump has gone even further. They've done, he did $2 trillion in eight weeks, Yeah. okay, that he's put in the markets. And oh yeah, inf- inflation should be coming, but they keep that inflation at 2%. I personally, this is us getting a little bit, a little bit deeper in the weeds for today's yeah. topic. I think inflation's manipulated. 2% Hardcore. inflation. They keep changing how they calculate inflation. For instance, they will say, oh, well, a car in 1978 was, you know, was $5,000 a car. And now cars are $30,000 a car on average. Obvious inflation, but they go, no, no, no. 
cars today have like computers in them and they have advanced driving. So that's, they're different, right? Those types of assets are different. They are changing the categories for what they count as inflation, right? Yeah, inflationary asset. The reason why I think they are manipulating it and just keeping it, it's always 2% no matter what, for a few reasons. Number one, if they came out and said actual inflation is seven or 8%, which a lot of uh, economists think, social security checks now all have to go up seven or 8% every year. Bankrupting the US government even more, right? right? Puts them in a deeper hole is one reason they could potentially be manipulating that number. But the reason I bring this up, a lot of people use gold has always been, you know, we went off the gold standard with Nixon. 1971. 1971, we went off the gold standard. And that was, you know, gold backed the US dollar. Every dollar printed by the US was backed by a bar of gold and Fort Knox, right? Not so anymore. Currency is digital. Just to give you an example, when you deposit a, a dollar, into a checking account at a bank. I think currently, and they keep changing this a little bit, you can, the bank can lend out 16 times the amount you deposited at that bank. Where does that 16, you know, so if you deposit a million dollars, the bank just made up 15 or $16 million that they can deploy in loans, yeah. right? It's not like they printed more cash. They literally just on a computer just made $16 million of cash. Crazy. I think where Bridger's going with this is why it's important is to understand, you know, what gold and what cryptocurrency actually do, right? So they are a hedge against inflation theoretically, right? We're not, this isn't investing advice. We're not telling you to buy gold or buy crypto. We're just, you know, sharing our thoughts about it. But a lot of people will have gold or cryptocurrency in their portfolios in case the US dollar debases, right? If the US dollar, let's say, you know what, the US dollar really is inflating at a rapid rate. We're just not recording it that way. And basically it's gonna become useless. You know, in Zimbabwe, right? Several trillion dollars equates to only a couple US dollars, mm -hmm. right? Venezuela's also had hyperinflation. Yeah. So it can be very damaging and it can be a huge debacle for an economy, right? If, if hyperinflation kicks in. So the reason people talk about gold versus crypto is because they, they see them as this hedge against the US dollar. This is kind of opinions of my own, but the reason that I'm actually a little more pro crypto than gold is because I think about the transactionary use, you know, the utility use of it. Like, yeah, gold has value, but if you try and buy a gold bar today, like it will take weeks until you can actually get it. And you don't go to the store and give them gold and you know, they give you a can of milk, right? But you can go to Chevron now, or like as Bridger said, PayPal, and you can use Bitcoin. So it has a perceived and understanded value. So yeah, your argument is you can actually use it, right? Gold, yeah. and most people, this is, it's usually not physical gold. Mm -hmm. You'll buy on the stock market, it's called GLD. They say, that it's backed by, it's, a, it's just, a, it's an- It's, it's an index. It's, it's an, an index of yeah. gold, right? Uh, it just came out, JP Morgan, one of their top trading desks was manipulating the price of silver for the last decade. They got fined yeah. like a hundred million dollars, something like that. So they were manipulating it. For example, it could have been SLV. I'm not sure which one they were manipulating, but silver is an index that you can buy and sell silver. They were manipulating that price. So actually a lot of people right now, back to your point, gold, a lot of people, um, think bullion, gold bullion, like physical gold actually is more valuable than gold that trades in the stock market, the current price of yeah. GLD, because this number could be manipulated a little bit. That's right. Well, and you know, a point on that. So I have a funny story, uh, you know, a little more than a year ago, I was at JP Morgan and I asked this trader, he was trading, he was one of the lead traders on a desk, trades trillions of dollars a day sometimes. Okay. Uh, very leg legitimate, right? Trillions with a T? With a T. Wow. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Usually in the billions, but I remember him bragging about days like when he one, traded one, trillions. Yeah, a couple days. Wow. Yeah. I said, what do you think about crypto? And he said, it's the worst thing ever. Like, I would never have it in my portfolio. I would never recommend it to anybody. Like, it's garbage. It's trash. And then not months later, JP Morgan actually switched their, you know, outlook on gold and said, hey, do you know what? Actually, we think this could be viable. And, you know, now we're actually allocating, you know, we're buying some of it and we're allocating it to our clients. <laughs> so sometimes the smartest person in the room doesn't know what they're talking about, okay? Just just food for thought. Yeah. We've teased this a little bit too. If, if you're, now you're probably watching this prayer, you know about crypto, yeah. you know about Bitcoin, you know about gold. If you want to start a fund, we'll come back to this too. We'll, we'll yeah. go back and forth a little bit. If you want to start a fund for crypto, first off, you can do it, okay? So a lot of people are, ask us, hey, Bridger, can I do a fund for crypto? Yes, okay? There are lots of people launching funds for cryptocurrency. So what, essentially, let me, I'll get on the whiteboard again. Essentially what a fund is, most basic terms, a fund is a pool of money. This is a pool of money. Investors or limited partners will put money into that pool, okay? Ta-da. And this entity right here. So you have investors right here, limited partners. This is called your limited. I'm getting a little technical here. You guys ready? Get your maybe paper and pen out. Limited partnership. This limited partnership is an entity. Investors or LPs can put money into this entity. Okay. You over here are called the general partner. Okay. And you at the general partner have all discretionary rights over this limited partnership. You can decide if you want to buy or sell today or whatever. These limited partners are pretty much trusting you to run there. Now we've got other videos. This entire channel is, is dedicated to how to do this. Okay. We talk about this. So I'm going to go quick. You guys probably seen our other videos, mm -hmm. but your general partnership could say, Hey, we're going to go buy a ton of crypto and we're going to buy some of the bit, you know, Bitcoin and we're going to buy something else. Right. And you can decide if you're going to sell or buy today, whatever. When those assets make money, they come back here and you split those returns between yourself and your investors. And, they, and we walk through that in other videos that how that split works. Mm -hmm. But this is an amazing way to scale. If you're a good trader, and this is what the best traders of all time have done, they eventually end up running a fund. And this structure is how 99% of all funds are structured. Use this general partner, limited partnership structure and they scale through a fund. If you're trading right now $20,000 in your account, think of what you could do with $200,000 or $2 million or $20 million or $200 million, right? That's what That's a right. fund allows you to do. You know, if you think you know how to trade Bitcoin or whatever, any sort of cryptocurrency, you know, a lot of people will go to something called Token Box. This is similar to like a We'll provide the link below, but it's like a collective too, where you can just sign up to be a trader. People can invest with you, but you're not a legit fund, right? You're mm -hmm. not, you're just trading and they're going to take a lot of money. It's not as scalable as the fund model is, right? So that's why we get, we, we preach and teach this, this amazing uh, GPLP structure that allows you to grow exponentially. We have another video with incubator funds as well. You can set this up on an incubator scale. So it's very small. So you can start an incubator fund for anywhere from 800 bucks to maybe 4,000 at the yeah. max. You can get this whole thing set up on our, an incubator fund. We got another video. Maybe we'll tag that somewhere on here. I don't know where it'll pop up, but an incubator fund. Um, if you're doing a full fund, typically a lawyer will charge you like 30 grand. Um, we help people do it for a lot cheaper. Yeah. Probably most of our students, what? It's probably five to 12 five, grand. Yeah, five to 10. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, inside of our mastermind program, stuff like that. But you can do this. That's, the, that's what we're saying. If you're good at, at your trading or whatever, or you have a friend that's good, 
scaling through a fund is an incredible way to scale. Regardless of your thoughts on crypto, you might you might think it's a scam like this guy at JP Morgan. The reality is that it's becoming more and more of a utility use, right? Mm -hmm. It's becoming more and more common, right? People are recognizing and perceiving value in it. Um, and that's why we're talking about it, right? Because it is a viable way to start a fund. Yeah, it's, which is interesting, right? The crypto game, back to what we are talking about before a little bit. The crypto game of... You know, Bitcoins, there's only like 22 million Bitcoins. It's this finite amount. They can't yeah. print more of them. You can't create yeah. more Bitcoins, which is cool. It gives it intrinsic, it gives it value, it. right? It's protected mm -hmm. from inflation. Mm -hmm. And so the, the argument for Bitcoin is, well, if, you know, if we start using it as an exchange, there's, there's value in it and people can use it. Now, the counterside of that, though, do you really think the U.S. government, the Federal Reserve, the most powerful people on the, on the planet are going to allow Bitcoin yeah. to debunk the U.S. dollar? I mean, in 2020, they, you know, Le the Facebook came out with Libra currencies, mm -hmm. right? And they said, no way, right? I, I think it's going to be a war. Yeah, I, It's, it's going to be a war for currency. We probably won't see it, but they're going to have it behind closed doors, I think. Typically, you know, we've seen that regulation, the public sector is a little late in regulating the private sector, right? We see that over and over again. And I think it's going to be the same way for crypto. Um, you know, there's bound to be some sort of regulations. You know, there are already is, right? They're trying to classify what is crypto because, I mean, is it a security or is it a commodity? If it's a commodity, it's regulated through the CFTC. And if, it, you know, if it's a security, then you're going to have to register it. With the SEC. And, you know, so there's all these different things. Currently that, right now, though, it's a commodity. Uh, well, I think like three of them. Three. Uh, is a Bitcoin a commodity? Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, it is. Because Which means it's exempt mm -hmm. from a lot of, yes, it's not a security. Yeah. So people without a securities license can buy, you can do a lot. It opens up a whole door yeah. to what you can do. You know, well, that's what we do in the masterminds. We help people understand this, right? And we, we talk them through the, the structuring and, and, and developing of a of an actual fund, so. I think though, with crypto, back to that argument with the US, so the, the, now, another thing the US government is doing right now is that they've announced plans to make their own cryptocurrency. Yeah. And take away physical dollars. So that's scary in itself. Yeah. They can track every transaction that happens around the world. Like, so if you pay your, you know, cleaning lady or, you know, guy that mows your lawn, whoever, you pay him with cash, that's not happening anymore. You have to, it's almost like Venmo, you have to use, theoretically, right? You have to use, <laughs> They are cryptocurrency so they can track every drug exchange, yeah. any illegal purchases and stuff. They track every transaction over you. Well, do you realize that, you know, the U.S. government actually required, you know, back in I think the 1930s that everyone sell their gold back to the U.S. government? Mm, gold bullion. Yeah. yeah, physical gold. Physical gold because they wanted it, you know, to protect and, you know, back all of their excess printing. And so it was, you know, mandated that you had to sell your gold. So, you know, who knows? Maybe they've done a, it before. You they know, did it 70 years ago. Yeah, maybe there's right? a mandate that you have to go exchange your dollars in, your physical dollars, yeah. and they're going to be worthless or by your a certain crypto day. coins. Who knows, man? I mean, these are the most powerful people on the planet. So that's my only bearish mentality towards crypto yeah. is the U.S. government could just put the kibosh on it. Yeah. And say, hey, you know what? It's not allowed in the United States. Yeah. Crypto, now crypto falls to zero pretty much. And it'll right. obviously happen internationally and stuff like yeah. that. If the US doesn't back it, I mean, right? That's a lot of dollars. That's a lot of momentum. Mm -hmm. China has mentioned they want to come out with a crypto uh, currency for Chinese dollars. Other mm -hmm. countries are there. Everyone's kind of prepping for this because 
It is so powerful to know every transaction that happens in an economy. Mm-hmm. Very powerful. And that's my one rebuttal to crypto. I think, anyways. Who knows? Man. We don't know. That's the, <laughs> that's the thing. But gold, um, you know, you listen to Peter Schiff online. I don't know if you listen to Peter Schiff. He's very strong on gold. He's like, it, it, economically, gold has to go up, right? Yeah. Like gold has to. It's been sitting. That's what he says, right? It's been sitting though. Like gold gold had a sell-off last week or whatever. Yeah. Like it was like, are you serious? Who's selling gold right now? Yeah. Um, people are selling gold. Bitcoin's had this great run. You know, we saw this run what two years ago two and a half years ago they had this great run to like 19,000 then it fell off because I know you know you had some big players and I I at least at least reading I don't really know right I'm reading reports and stuff who actually knows what's going on in this world um reading reports though (laughs) that when it was at 19 grand all these these billionaire people that like the Winkle the Winkle Voss twins you know Mm -hmm. from the social network the guys that created Facebook then Zuckerberg they were the first cryptocurrency billionaires Mm. and I heard that they sold at that peak 19,000 and that was the big crash but you know well you read whatever you know and just a comment on that you know the thing about you know coins or you know whatever a business that has a smaller market cap you can control and manipulate the market right that's why you know initial regulations came out Mm -hmm. right because if you own enough of it you can literally move mm-hmm. the market yeah. by selling stakes, and so there's a lot of you know conspiracies around that. Yeah, because it's a, the, the market cap, right? You said it's 160 billion. Yeah, that's bigger. Yeah, but still, it's not eight that's trillion. Right, that's right now. That's right now, right? You know, like you know, a, a big player moving in that space. A lot, of, you know, they can yeah. they can definitely shift that price, and so crypto. And then everyone says this: it's volatile, right? It's mm-hmm. volatile, which mm-hmm. is is really good for some people and really bad for others, right? Yeah. It's it's you know. The one thing you don't want in a market is just, you know, being a, you know, a flat line. Yeah. Nobody's making money. If it's volatile, at least, you know, things are, people are making and losing money. So but let us know your thoughts below. We'd love mm-hmm. to, you know, get some feedback from you guys of what you think about crypto funds and uh, cryptocurrency in general and where it's going. So. And we'll put like right now, I don't know if boxes at the end will come up, but we have other videos. If you want to actually structure a crypto fund, we kind of, we kind of went over it a little bit today. We have a one hour free training. We've mm-hmm. got a whole, we've got a bunch of videos on YouTube that walk through the structuring of a fund. If that's something you're interested in. Um, go click around. You can follow. We have a lot of videos that go on different topics of how you can start from like a small incubator fund all the way up to a full scaled like you're a you know deca billion dollar fund. We go through the whole thing. We have mentors, other people that come on to, with us as well. I started a fund three and a half years ago. We've got over what six hundred members in our match yeah. launching funds. Yeah. A couple of our students just launched a hundred million dollar fund in the last six months. I mean, we've had some cool things happen. And so this is what we do. We're, we we uh, we talk about funds and crypto funds is a pretty cool space to be in. Thank you guys. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Hey, what's going on? Wasn't that awesome? So what we've done is made a Facebook group that is free to the public. You've got to opt in and join it, but I go live in there every single Wednesday to walk through your questions, do live Q&A and walk through new topics. So if you want to connect with me, want me to answer your questions directly, join our Facebook group. It's Investment Fund Secrets. If you go online, you'll see it. We have a private group for our mastermind members. It's not that one. It's our free group. You guys can hop in, get questions answered, meet other people starting funds and, and join our Investment Fund Secrets family. If you guys are interested, Go to Facebook Investment Fund Seekers. I'll see you guys inside.